My name is Annalise Flores. I, I resided in, I'm, I'm saying resided like it's my home, but it was, it felt like it. Um, I went to girls prep Louisa Elementary in middle school. I started in fourth grade and I graduated in 2018. Have you lived in Brooklyn like all your life or? Oh, I'm from Harlem. I'm from, um, we moved to the Low East Side. And then when I was like, I moved to Brooklyn. I only live here, honestly. My whole life is in my So I come, we came here like five years ago. We lived here since. Is it like a, just a different scenery? Honestly, we're away from everyone, but not too far. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I've been to Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn is its own I think every borough is its own culture, you know, it's its yeah. own kind of like place. Um, Harlem definitely is its own. I know my mom grew up in Harlem. Uh, what part of Harlem did you grow up in? Um, I grew up in West Side um, on 8th Avenue, 155th Street. So. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. See, I'm familiar with that, that side of it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And then you've been in, then you moved to Brooklyn and now you've been there for five years. Well, yeah. That definitely is a change. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and how's uh, high school going? So you're obviously you're a senior because you're graduating. Um, yeah. But how has your high school career been? How has that been like being at Park East High School? I loved it. There. Well, I'm going to say past tense because I, you know, because of COVID and stuff. Like, I loved it there when I started. Um, I made friends fast. Like, it was just like a homey community. Like, if anybody was to like, asked me I would recommend my high school to them because it's, we're close-knitted like it's barely any students there it's like 400 students there so you know I was able to build connections with my teachers all of my teachers that was never the issue it's just like as you know COVID came we were on Zoom and like a lot of things changed especially like this year my school is the only school to do two campuses like two high schools so I was never really in back in school because we had an annex where we would alternate days. So one day I'll be at Parkies, the other day I'll be at in the annex. So that wasn't really ideal for me. I hated it. I don't I didn't like it. Um so this year has been rough, but like overall, like just the condition, but like my teachers and still, I still mess with them. I still like them. We still have a good communication. I still have good grades. I'm always, I've been on a roll for all four years. So <laughs> that's very, um, it's like an accomplishment for me. That's good. It's always good that you, you know, I can sense that you're, you like the, the culture and the environment there. Um, I know it's been tough with like the pandemic, the pandemic threw everyone off. Um, yeah. You know, everyone has to like, it was like transition to remote. And then with you, like with the annexing, it's just like, you know, it's difficult. And then now in senior year, I know it's stressful um, I graduated from college just last year, but I like still remember like going to the college application process. And I know like it's difficult and it's stressful. Um, um, so, you know, I, I, I understand kind of where you're coming from in terms of that, but how has your uh, senior year been going besides like that college applications, obviously? Um, pretty good. I've been working this year, like this whole year. So I've been able to balance I've been great at balancing. I just got my report card. My average for semester two, marking period one, was 92. So I'm, it's never been grades for me. Like, grades never been an issue for me. It's just, like, you know, the enjoyance 
of like being comfortable there now. Like, I don't know. It's like our school is small. It's like a really small school. So it was hard for them to like say, okay, let's have all 400 kids back in school because we would be on top of each other like we was prior to the pandemic. So they started the annexing and it was just, it's just been like, mm, like I don't want to be there when the annex days, I want to be in school when I'm supposed to be in school. But yeah, I've been having, it's been good, you know, my um classes. I take two AP classes right now. Well, been taking two AP classes the whole year. Um, I've just been able to balance everything, luckily. <laughs> Yeah, just hearing you talk about a work-life balance, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that that's the hardest thing, even as an adult. I think that's going to be the uh, decision when I get to Barnard to like quit my job because I, can't, I don't think I could do 25 hours a week Ooh. with Barnard. So I work in Harlem. <laughs> it's near my school. So it's ideal for like school days. I could just take the bus and just go straight there, leave me right in front. But days like this, when it's like spring break, I gotta go from Brooklyn to my to school. I mean, to work, it's kind of a lot. But I work on Fifth Avenue and 135th Street. Oh man, you're getting in now. Like the fact that you're able to keep up your grades and work at the same time, that's that's a you definitely gotta give yourself a pat on the back for that because that's the most <laughs> difficult to you. Thank you. So I wanted to ask you about your girls' prep journey. Right. You're in high school now, but you said you started in elementary at Girls Prep, Lower East Side Elementary. And so I just wanted to um, gear towards that and just hearing about your journey with Girls Prep. My god sister, she used to go to Girls Prep as a kindergartner and a first grader. And when, like I told you, I moved from the Harlem to Lower East Side. When I made that transition, my mom was scared because she could tell, like, I was very mature for my age, but, like, intellectual-wise, not really. So, like, she was just worried, like, if she puts me in another public school, things were going to be the same. I was going to grow as a student. And my aunt was, my godmother, she was like, you know, like, we're moving to Long Island. I think I can get her enrolled by taking Alyssa's, my little, my little cousin, my list, Alyssa stop, um, Alyssa spot, sorry. And that's what happened. My, my godmother, she claimed me as like, we were living with her. And well, we were like, at that point we were living with her. I got in for fourth grade and then, yeah, it was like that. And my mom changed my address when she moved to Long Island and we moved further into the Lower East Side. <laughs> so that's how it happened. <laughs> The fact that your mom wanted you to have a, you know, a good education. I mean, that's what any parent wants, um, to have a great education. And, you know, um, and I think also being a single gender school is also beneficial, right? Because of the sense of community there. So just curious, is there any, um, and take your time thinking about this. Is there any like outstanding like memories or just like when you hear girls prep, anything that comes to mind or any feelings that come to mind? A couple. The first one would be, when I started fourth grade, her name was Miss. I don't even. I don't, I don't even want to say her name, but I don't remember. But I know that she was a woman that worked in the Lower East Side campus. She just. I guess she was observing the class, 
um, I was in RJS in the Lower East Side. So um, she was observing with a couple people and I think we were doing read aloud. And I remember I didn't want to read aloud. I remember like, it was always hard for me to read aloud. Like I, I hated reading aloud. I hated FMPs. I hated all of them. And I remember she telling like, not just tell, not her saying it, but she was just like observing me writing stuff down. Then my mom got a call that day and she was like, you know, I think it's really like, it's really beneficial if you enroll her into Read 180. And my mom was like, what is it? Like, you know, whatever. She was like, I noticed that Annalise has issues reading and she doesn't like, you know, it's the comprehension. Like I would read, but I wouldn't understand what I was reading. She was like, you know, this program is year long. It'll help her, whatever. I think it started in October and ended in May. And my mom was like, hell yeah, put her on the list. And then I started every day after school. It was almost every day after school. I was going to read 180. And like the memories I had, um, I had a lot of memories there in read 180. And it definitely helped me. Honestly, that's always the number one milestone I bring up when I bring up um, girls prep because I didn't know how to read when I came. I came from a public public school. Then I transferred to a charter school. So like things were different. So like I didn't know what it was for, for a teacher to take time and be serious about what she was like trying to teach me. But I didn't know basic fourth grader things like and I had to learn it. And the staff and the faculty around me made sure I learned it by the time I was going to fifth grade. Oh man, that that's an amazing story to hear. It's like that is so that's just precious to me that, you know, again, we have students who struggle, right? You know, you said you struggle with, you know, reading comprehension, right? That's not just something that happens to to you, but it's something that happens to a lot of students and it's a problem that sometimes is not always caught, right? But I love hearing how you had, you know, the support of a teacher, a mentor, and staff members from Girls Prep supporting you in that. And I'm happy that your mom said, yes, get her into Reading 180. I'm so happy that you were able to find just a community to help support you. I'm very, I talk to my teachers until this day, even the ones that have departed Girls Prep. I still um, speak to them. Um, Like, I had Miss Miss Risa was the family coordinator, I think. And Miss Coleman was our, she's the one that helped us go to high school, like do our um, high school applications. I speak to them to this day. When I got accepted to Barnard, I told them they were like screaming, oh my God, I want to take you out. I got to take you out next time I'm in the city. So yeah, like I grew, I've built great connections with staff members from that school that I will have, I think I will have that forever. Oh my gosh, you don't hear, you know, I don't hear that often. And I always reflect back on my own school experience. And I'm like, I never stayed in touch with the teachers who, you know, definitely pushed me to be the best that I can be. I'm so happy that you have that support behind you, especially as you go into college, right? Because it doesn't have to stop at the classroom. It goes way beyond school. You got to Barnard. Do you know what career path you're leaning towards? I know it's different for everyone has a different track. Say, I don't know. I may be interested in this. Is is there anything that appeals to you or have you decided on a major? I decided on my major. I decided, I think I decided on my career, but every time, like when you, you know, every time you go into depth and you're like, oh no, like, did I make the right decision? Am I, you know, I might change majors, but right now 
I'm looking into biology. I love, I love, I love like anatomy, biology. I hate environmental science because that's one of the classes I take, but I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll go through. But um, yeah, I think I want to be a biology major. I think I want to pursue pediatrics, um, be a neonatal surgeon or be a neonatologist, work with preemies. That's what I want to do personally. I don't know what will happen, but that's what I have my mindset on now. Like you said, right, you have your mindset on one path. And, you know, if you're passionate about it, then go for it, right? And as you grow and as you learn, that always changes. But when you said you didn't like AP Environmental, my heart was like, oh. I think it's just like, it's just so much. I take it in high school right now. I take anatomy and AP. I have two sciences. That AP environmental is no joke. <laughs> I, I took the exam. I did good on the exam. But I got a four out of a five. So I did pretty good. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> I, didn't to, I didn't have to take science. I, don't, I didn't have to take no science courses um, in college, which is like a blessing. I was like, I don't think I can do it. Um, like, like I said, I thought I was going to go into environmental science. I ended up being an English major. Things change. People yeah. change, right? You grow, you learn. It's, I'm just happy to hear that there are actual, like, women interested in science because, you know, the STEM world has been mainly dom- dominated, right, by by the male gender. Um, not to say anything against the male gender, but just saying, like, you know, we, we, we are definitely trying to grow and see more women mm-hmm. interested in you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And talking about coding, I did an AP, I did AP computer science for a full year last year, 11th grade. And we just did block coding. So this is probably the easiest coding. She's probably doing JavaScript or something else more complicated. That girl got a brain on her. Congratulations to her. I hope she hears this because coding is not easy. It was times I was crying 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 all night because I could not get <laughs> oh and you had to wait to schedule a meeting with your teacher like it was just well it's pandemic of course but I was waiting to schedule meetings with my teacher and he's like OMG Annalise and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing but I still passed so that's all that matters as long as you pass yes <laughs> yeah yeah no that wasn't it that wasn't it <laughs> I was I, I had to create a uh, what I had to create a video game. I me nah. too. <laughs> and I tried to do like a wheel of fortune. It didn't turn out good. My teacher was like, "This is not even finished." I said, "Well, it's something." Uh, I I created a a quiz about the the capitals of the United States, and it finished. And I I worked months for that. Oh my god, it was like two months that I worked on that. I didn't even get a good grade. I got an eighty. That's all he gave me. You got an 80. I got like, what did I get? 72? At least he did better. <laughs> oh, I got an 80. I was like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did two months of coding and I only did 90. Not even a 90 for effort. Oh. Not even. <laughs> you know, you, you've had the support of Ms. McCullough and your teachers supporting you as you've, you know, um, applied to college, right? And it's so wonderful to hear that, you know, that they're, they're rooting for you and we're all rooting for you. Uh, all of our alumni, we are rooting for. But just something for, you know, future students who want to enroll at Girls Prep, 
Um, we have boys prep. Um, actually, I don't know if you know, but our boys prep uh, uh, alumni um, are graduating. So we're going to have the first graduating eighth grade class this year. Yay! So they will be joining our girls prep alumni. Um, they're definitely excited, but we are just, you know, so happy to celebrate all of our alumni, celebrate you for all you've accomplished and, and what you've done so far. But for those who are just coming to Girls Prep or learning about Girls Prep, is there any advice you would give them? Anything you want to tell them about, about Girls Prep that they should know? Literally, do their good grades. And it's cliche, whatever, but the good grades do lead to where you're gonna end up in high school. And high school do is where you're gonna end up. Like, it, it's like, high, like, for example, for me, like, my high school, my college advisor, she is the reason why I even brought the courage in me to apply to Barnard. You know what I mean? So it's like, I would have never applied to Barnard because I doubt myself. I'm like, you know, she was like, no, do it, Annalise, do it. And look, I'm going to Barnard now. And like, I feel like if you are in a, a bigger, just get a high school that's good for your, like your scenery. Like if you like big crowds, Go to a school that has a lot of kids. If you don't like big crowds, you like close knit communities, and you like to communicate with your teacher. Go to a smaller school, but also get good grades, so you're not just in any school. <laughs> like my school was screened. I don't know if they're still screened, but when I applied, they were screened. They looked at my my state test scores, everything, my grades, and I was picked. So I just think you know, get good grades, do well. Get to a good high school so you have a great future. <laughs> so, I think yeah. that's a good piece of advice. I know you said it's cliche, but I think it's still prevalent today. We are, you know, uh, for our incoming girls prep, right? I just started here. But what I see on this organization is they truly do support their scholars. They support their students. They want to make sure that whatever career path, it doesn't even have to be a college track. If they want to go to trade school, if they want to do something else, um, you know, in the future, just making sure that they have the opportunities. Um, yeah. And I'm so glad that you had the opportunity to go to a great high school to be able to have, look, look at all the choices. You apply to all the CUNYs, you have all these choices. And that's what we want for our students. We want them to have choices, the the, the choice to pick their own path. And, and, you've, and you're doing that, Annalise. And I really appreciate that advice. Mm -hmm. One last question, I promise. This is the last one. Okay. One word that describes your public prep experience like spontaneous because honestly you, you never you could never guess well with my teachers I had a lot of my teachers twice like one is like Cardaces Miss Cardaces I love her I love her I love her I love her um I had her in sixth grade and eighth grade it was just very spontaneous learning um she saw me learn like she was one teacher that was able to see me like grow from when I was in sixth grade until I was in eighth grade, because in sixth grade, I was, you know, like my writing skills wasn't great. I was learning still. And, you know, I, I was passing her classes with like a solid C. And then when I came to, when I got to eighth grade, I was a better, I was a better student. Honestly, I was more like willing to help myself, you know, and I, I got, I got great grades and she was able to see that. So I would say spontaneous because you never know what's going to happen in that school. It's always full of, it's like a Pandora box. You don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> 
That's a good one. Um, I love it comparing it to the Pandora box. Like you never know what you're gonna get. Um, hopefully you get something good, but uh Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. And actually, um, Miss Cardasis is still there, but she's an academic director now. She's um not a teacher, but she's still there. Um, I definitely will let her know that you you spoke highly of her. I'm sure she'll remember you. Um, she texts me like, hey, she calls me. I forgot what she calls me. She's me and her are solid. I love her so much. Oh, that's the best. I love hearing that you're still in touch with your teacher. I just, I love, I'm kind of also envious because I, I, I wish I would have stayed in touch with my teachers, but that just shows that you have a strong relationship and that, you know, Girls Prep is behind you always, no matter where you are, if you're in high school, college, even beyond that, um, just having that relationship beyond school. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> well, Annalise, um, that is all the questions I have. I'm sure we, we could have a longer conversation, but um, I don't want to take up your time. I know, like, are you guys on spring break? I must ask that. Yeah, we are on spring break. Okay, I know you're on spring break, so I want you to enjoy your spring break. I want you to celebrate your acceptance into Barnard. Truly, congratulations again. Uh, so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> the Public Prep Podcast is produced in partnership with True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright. Music this week is by Paper Planes. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, we hope you'll consider doing just that for our show. But the best thing that you can do to support all the inspiring voices of our public prep scholars is simply to share the show with a friend or colleague. Thank you for listening.